You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 1057. Tulsa has a very special music scene. We've actually one of my buildings was owned previously by Leon Russell. So we've dedicated one of the rooms, like the Leon Russell room of, of my little eightplex apartment unit that we use for Airbnbs. And that's just one little story. Our history is really rich. Kane's Ballroom and all the old musicians, stars that are along the top and the, I guess it's called the green wall in the back, whatever, where everybody signed it. Just really rich. And my special guest here right now, Grady Nichols, who is an extremely well-known saxophonist. Grady, I'm interested in your career. I've kind of brushed up against you, uh, your celebrity here over the years, and I see your name popping up everywhere when it's connected with great music. Where did you get your start? Where did you go to school, all that? Well, I I grew up in Arkansas, but I do consider myself an Oklahoman because I've lived here much, much longer than I lived there. But grew up in Salem Springs and went to John Brown University for college, and that was a that was a wonderful experience. And then I moved here in '94 uh, and started working both in television and then in music at the same time. And I've been doing both ever since. As you know, with with your business, you're always learning, you're always growing. Hopefully, your business is is always evolving. Yeah. They always say in the business world, the one constant is change. That is absolutely true. Uh, in the music business. It is one of those industries, you know, it's kind of hard to figure out. <laughs> there's there's not a set path. Uh, it's very well, subjective. It's very, you know, a, a lot of those things sound like cliches, uh, right place, right time. It's not, it, it's who you know that there is a lot of truth in that, but you just, you also have to be uh, a hustler. You're reading your market, I'm I'm guessing. Here's what I have trouble with, and I want your opinion on this. Like, I know I'm, I'm getting older. I'm in my 50s now, and I've always appreciated all kinds of music, country, classical, jazz, pop, you name it. And I go to, say, my YouTube or uh, Apple Music, and I say, yeah, play top charts, pop. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, that's music? <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, the, the, the preferences have changed so much, it actually makes me concerned about the value we're losing in good quality music. Uh, how do you feel about that? How do you take a real talent like what you have? And, you know, there's a lot of talent that you, you know, you can argue back and forth about whether this is music. I was saying a little bit of a joke, but uh, I think you know what I mean. Right. Losing touch with the classic value of music and our young people. And it's not being taught. You know, some schools are struggling to even maintain the relevance of arts in the school systems. What do you see? You know, it's interesting. I, with any kind of art, it's really in the, the eye of the beholder, you know. And I think it's always been that way from generation to generation. I'm sure that parents didn't get the Beatles. <laughs> That's right. Or I think that was the case. Now, with a lot of the music that's coming out today, uh, the Beatles weren't you know, twerking, they're, they're, by the way. <laughs> well, to speak to your point, I think it would be more this way. You know, there's a film that just came out. I have not seen it yet, but it's a Peter Jackson-directed documentary about the Beatles, and it, and it kind of goes over their process in the studio. There's the church. You mentioned Leon Russell earlier. The church studios here uh, in Tulsa, which is a wonderful, world-class studio. There's an experience that you have making music with a band 
or with a group of songwriters or, or people. That's not a singular experience. That's not programming things, but it's real people putting their musical personality and what they bring or what they contribute to the song. The creative. And I think, I think yeah, the, the whole creative process. And I've had that experience numerous times in Nashville where we've brought in an arrangement and every player put their hand on it and it became so much better than the vision I had for it because the economics of music are so tight in terms of where you can actually make money with it. It's really in performing the economics of making a record have changed dramatically because of, and I'm certainly not against streaming services. That's the way it is. That's how people consume music, but we've basically in the process devalued it because nobody really pays for it anymore. It's just available because I can remember growing up listening to the radio waiting for that one song that I absolutely loved and I would have to sit and wait. But at the same time, I was exposed to all these other great songs too, hmm. which, you know, that's the same concept as playlists that you see, just like you said, play me top hits from the eighties or something. And then there's a playlist and there may, may be one that you missed. Like that was by who I, I'd never heard that. So the playlists are great because it does expose you to a lot of music. I love that records are coming back, that LPs are making a comeback because that's not what I would call a convenient listening experience because you have to purposely sit down. You know, you don't have a record player in your car, you know, yeah. or, or on your phone. You're or, creating you know, an experience. To, yeah, and I, and I think music is meant to be shared. And when you can actually sit down and, and spend time with it and digest it and absorb what that artist is trying to communicate – that allows you to kind of disseminate who has depth as an artist versus is this just a cash grab kind of a song. Huh. So I, I think I think you've got artists that love the fame and, and are just doing what they know is going to work, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then you've got artists that are really trying to create something meaningful and create a song that is a memory for somebody that is part of their soundtrack of their life. I, I got to sit in with Kenny Loggins recently when he was at church studios and i sat backstage before it was time for me to go on and i'd, I'd you know i'd hear footloose i'd hear all these great songs and i'm like kenny was the soundtrack of growing up in the 80s hmm. you know and that to me that's the kind of legacy that you want to create and it's very hard to do <laughs> obviously it's a short list but you know that's kind of what you want to do is you want to create something that people remember and it ties to a moment in their life and every time that they hear that song, it reminds them of, of a, a really special time. That's the kind of music that lasts. That's the kind of art that lasts. It's really up to the listener to make that determination of where it fits in their life. Does that make sense? Does that makes, I don't know if I answered your question. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for and actually better than uh, what I could have gotten there with just my own questions. So. Grady Nichols, Grady, great saxophone work and obviously connected with the, uh, the music community. Where's the best place to consume your music? Well, pretty much every place where you consume, you know, anybody else's. I'm on Spotify. I have a YouTube channel with a lot of live performance videos as well as just, you know, the music for my records. And we've got nine records now. So there's a lot to, to kind of digest, <laughs> you know, if, if you've never listened to us before. But Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all of those places, uh, all the streaming services have us. And, and you'll hear us sometimes on Watercolors on XM, Smooth Jazz. So there's some other places, too, that you can check us out. Good to hear from you and hear your perspective on music. Grady Nichols. Thank you, Grady. Thank you, Daryl. I appreciate it. You're listening to The Market Expert Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.